Welcome to the Spiritual and Empowerment Living with Tia podcast, a sacred place and resource for spiritually centered women who want to go from the mundane to the magical life for overcoming fear and doubt, reconnecting with the goddess, understanding messages from spirit, and uncovering your spiritual gifts so you can finally live the life you deserve. Hello and welcome back, Spiritual Trailblazer. Happy New Year. I can't believe I didn't say that in the previous episode. (laughs) I was just so excited to give the reading for 2020 that I totally forgot to say Happy New Year. So, round of applause. Just just imagine a round of applause. (laughs) Okay? And I'm saying Happy New Year. Happy 2020. Even though it's the eighth day of January, but... It's okay. This is the first full week for a lot of people who are going back to work. So no harm there. How about the topic for this episode, how to make 2020 the year of you. You, Y-O-U, capitalized. I made it an acronym. You, out and unfiltered. Okay. I'm excited to get into this. Before I do that, a few things. So If you did not listen to last week's episode, please do. Last week's episode, which is episode 244, is the 2020 Oracle reading. I do it every, well, I started doing it every year. It's been a lot of fun. So I did a different spread this year. All right, so go ahead, listen to it, take a few notes, because the insight is truly key. You know, insight, receiving communication from spirit and your higher self in that form is so great because when you use Oracle cards, it's something you can always go back and reference. And because it's the yearly Oracle reading, you really get to reflect on it you know, better because different situations will arise and it's going to be that moment where you're going to think, oh, you know what? That's right. That reading Tia did, that explains a lot. Okay. So go ahead, check it out. Uh, Read a description for the episode because it will help you and get that, that insight for you. So a little bit about what's going on at the Spiritual and Apartment Living Headquarters. So I spent my New Year's at Connecticut with the bestie and her husband, and it was so much fun, and a few other people came out. It was really chilled this year. I don't remember if I told you guys about last New Year's, but it was not that good, which was a shame because the venue was nice, but... uh, Whoever was in charge definitely dropped the ball <laughs> with that, uh, with the catering and a lot of things. So we, so me and the group, my best friend, her husband, a couple other people who went out last year to this venue made a pact that we were not doing that again. That we are pretty much over spending the money to go to a New Year's Eve event and we really just end up talking amongst ourselves for the most part. So this year was really chilled. 
it was a last minute thing. I took off for a couple of weeks. So I was, I was basically a bum at home watching uh, various Netflix shows. I started rewatching The Office, which cracked me. It, I laugh at the same jokes. It's hilarious. And I also started started to watch The Witcher. So if you're not watching that, you need to get on that. I'm going to just leave it at that. <laughs> but yeah, so it was a last minute um, decision. Uh, my best friend, she called me. She's like, hey, Tia, I know that you wanted to just chill, but why don't you come up? So I did. And I spent <laughs> a week with them. It's a lot of fun. But uh, this new year, we're going to travel. We're definitely going somewhere. Uh, the last couple of years, I've been bouncing around between Philly, New York, and Connecticut. So for this December 31st, we're, we are hopping on a plane and going somewhere. I'm excited for that. And also, I'll be in Arizona later this month. This will be my second trip to Arizona. Uh, yeah, not third, second trip. So I'll fill you guys in on that later as we get closer. But yeah, I will be in Arizona. So I'm super excited. I love the heat there. It's a different type of heat. Love it. And moving right along. So I want to give you the dose of spiritual info. And I really like this segment. Let me know if you also like this segment because it's not about me. It's about you. And if, if you're new to this podcast, the dose of spiritual info is just that. It really doesn't have anything to do with the title. It's just a segment that I came up with because I just learned so much. And a lot of things that I learned doesn't really apply to any particular topic that I talk about, but it's really good for you to know. For example, in previous episodes, I talked about magical household items, which is really just typical household items that we use, like a trivet, like a, a a crock pot that really is just a different form of a cauldron, uh, the purpose of a broom, the square or rectangle or circle rugs, like why that's so important. And it really gives you the history behind it. And like I just said, why it's important and how it helps you in your life. So it dives a little bit to feng shui, but really just the origins of shapes and things like that and common household items that are really magical when you look at it from a different angle. So that was one of the things, but let me uh, dive into this one. So this is from uh, the Goddess Guide and it's by Priestess Brandy Osset. And I was looking at picking a, a goddess to help us with what we're going to talk about today. Uh, just because I know that what we're diving into, you know, you just you being out there and unfiltered is really going to need some help. So I haven't talked about this goddess. And it's funny because I made a note in this book next time. So I'm guessing that I have her down to be in a future book. So like I said, wasn't originally originally planned for this episode, but fits just well. So this is goddess Diana, Roman goddess, Roman, excuse me, queen of witches. Diana is the independent huntress of the woodlands and forests, the guardian of all that is wild and free. And that's the reason why I picked her, because this is going to be our year, wild and free. All right, and you can define wild and free as you see fit. You know, I'm all about you defining words on your own. I know what Webster dictionary states, but I'm telling you 
<laughs> okay? What's wild for you? For some people, wild is dyeing their hair from black to brown or something like that, you know, or getting highlights because that's just so out of the norm for them. For someone else, wild could be getting a small tattoo behind the ear or something like that. You know, wild is different for everyone. Wild can be booking a trip at, at the last minute. It's so crazy and spontaneous. So you define wild and you uh, define free. A moon deity, she is known for her great beauty, magical skills, and her protection of women who practice magical art. She is the keeper of wild and domesticated animals and the patron patroness of the poor, often depicted carrying a bow and arrow and surrounded by animals. Diana is quick to anger when slighted and her annual festival is on August 13th. That's, I believe, Leo. Uh, and she's associated with Artemis, the Greek equivalent. That's our Greek, Greek equivalent. So yeah, goddess Diana, you know, channel her when you want to be wild and free. And as I've said in previous episodes, you know when you're communicating with uh, a goddess who wants to help you because that energy is going to feel like something that's helpful, Okay no uh, goddess or spirit, uh, angels, fairies, no one's going to direct you into something that's wrong. So keep that in mind. It's always for your betterment. So connect with goddess Diana and it, you might get the urge to do something a little bit, you know, wild and free and crazy. You're on the right track. All right. So I want to just keep that in mind. All right. When you do that. And last but not least, uh, you, I, I really do need sound effects, guys. I keep saying this. But <laughs> for you to honor this episode, I'm offering 2020 Oracle card readings. Okay, so the link would be in this, the description for this episode. And I'm super excited for this because uh, these readings are going to help you in many ways. And I say this because the number one thing that I hear from people who receive my services is that they were told or thought that they were overly emotional, crazy. They just felt overwhelmed. But in reality, they were just tapped into the energy of that situation or that person. They learning a lesson. They are realizing that they have to keep on going because spirit is working is magic in the background. So that's the, the benefits of having that Oracle card reading. So what happens is you will get a, a detailed um, downloadable report. So a personalized reading. You will uh, also receive the high resolution, resolution images of those Oracle cards. And there will be a 30 minute a follow-up call to discuss the reading and you can ask questions. So again, this is a great way to get that, you know, weight off your chest. Like I said, so many times I hear, I thought I was crazy. I was overwhelmed. 
No, you're just tapped into the situation, into the person, and you just need some clarity and let these Oracle cards be that because there are messages from spirit and your higher self, okay, is there to help you. All right, so let's dive into today's topic. All right, you. How can we make this your year? I mean, look at the numbers, 2020. Two is all about, you know, keep, it's, it's in unison with one, you know, keeping the faith, staying positive, having high uh, positive thoughts. And zero is just, you know, spirit being all around you, the omega, you know, no ending, no beginning is constant going. So these are your, your thoughts, your feelings that are in need of being at a high level because spirit is working with you directly. Okay. Some people question, well, why can't I work directly with spirit, with God? Well, now is the time where you're doing that. And the main reason for why we don't sometimes work directly with spirit is because we ignore the signs. So our angels have to help us along the way. Imagine the angels as like a tutor, okay? And the, the tutor is just saying, okay, here's this message. What do you think is the answer? And you get a little bit stuck. So they guide you to help you because you just didn't quite get it the first time around or you just completely ignored it. All right. So that's what this is about. All right. This is your year, but you have to have this high energy. How can that happen? Well, I want you to truly adore yourself. I know that seems so uh, offbeat. Like, what do you mean to adore myself? What, what, what is that? What do you mean? But when you think about it, to adore means to love and respect. I'm thinking of the Prince song, truly adore you. Okay, I'm not going to sing anymore because that was so offbeat, but you get it. Go YouTube Prince song, adore. All right, it's a lovely song. But think of it as that. I need you to truly adore yourself, okay? And in doing so, this is how things are going to change. And side note, I had to hit pause for a moment and the time was 2.22. It just became 2.23. So yes, I am recording at two in the morning. Don't judge me. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so yes, adore yourself. This is when the change happens. So once you start really at a high level, start to love and respect yourself from an unfiltered standpoint, not only will you be unstoppable, you'll be untouchable. This is important because life is going to happen. People are going to show you their true colors. Um, things just happen, okay? And you need to be at this point where you acknowledge it, but it's not going to determine your ultimate outcome. It's not going to stop you. It's not going to hinder your progression. It's not going to be that thing that makes you. It's something that happened. You will be able to re react accordingly and move on. So here are a few things that will help you along this way to get you out and unfiltered and out, meaning like out there. Okay, just out there no more half as in anything out there all right if you want to 
show up in the world as your true self and, and live your true life and, you know, no more playing games. Like you really, really want something. You really want a house. You really want to fall in love. You really want to travel. You really want to just be free of something, whatever it is. Now's the time to do it. So say what you really want. All right. Say what's really on your mind, but without guilt. For example, you don't agree with something. Okay. I know within the recent years, social media, you know, with the social media gangsters, people are calling everyone haters when they disagree. In reality, it's just a disagreement. Okay. So for you to say what's really on your mind without guilt, you can say things like, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. It don't say, oh, I'm going to play the devil's advocate. Just say, well, there's another perspective, even though that is somewhat like the devil's advocate, but that's kind of like a, um, a cover, you know, like a blanket, like, oh, I'm not going to play devil's advocate. No, just say, well, here's my perspective or here's how I look at that. Okay. And don't get caught up about the other person's thoughts and feelings because you're going to say this from a standpoint that's not spiteful and nasty. It's just you saying, you know what? I, I see some of your point. I kind of, I get where you're coming from, but I just don't fully agree with it. Like, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't agree. Okay. Now they still take it a certain way. Guess what? That's on them. But the key here is that you set what was on your mind. Okay, you don't have to sugarcoat everything, especially with an adult. Okay, maybe when you're talking to a child, you have to add, add some little sprinkles on it, just a little bit. Uh, you know, make it a little bit nice, a little fluffy, just a little bit. But for adults, as my pop pop would say, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So you could say something that's direct, firm, matter of factly, without being so emotionally charged that the person is going to be defensive. And if they are defensive, then they just have some issues within themselves. But the point is for you to not feel guilty. Say what's on your mind. No, I don't want to go. Or make a suggestion. You know, at, at times when people are trying to solve a problem, it's not sufficient just to say no. Okay, you need to be part of that problem solving equation okay if you're going out to eat and there's three three of you and two want to go to i'm making up something panda express and you want to go to chick-fil-a you either gotta go with the majority or say hey you know i had a bad experience there or i had panda express yesterday or did you guys mind whatever the case may be or you just decline to go out to lunch. You say, oh, you know what? No, thank you. Actually, I don't have a taste for Panda Express. I had it yesterday. I'm going to go elsewhere. Okay? You don't have to always cave in is what I'm saying. There's no way in the world you're going to make 2020 the year of you and beyond if you're still caving into the simple things. Okay? I haven't even gotten to talking about relationships when you've known someone for years like a decade and you're trying to figure out how can i communicate you know how can this 
I'm starting at the most basic level because that's where everything starts at the most basic level. You can't get to that next level or the top level if you don't work at the base. Okay. So to adore yourself, to truly love and respect yourself, you need to do things like speak up for yourself. Period. That's it. All right. And I gave you some examples. Next is not putting up with drama and to be okay with that. Now, we just got over the holiday season. I know some people had to deal with family drama, okay, and, and other sorts of drama. We survived, some of us by the skin of our teeth. <laughs> but here's the thing. You don't have to run a circus, okay? You don't have to run a madhouse, none of that. It's not your drama. And if someone tries to bring it to your doorstep, there are several ways you can combat that. One is to completely ignore. Now, uh, let me see if I can find this book for you real quick. Because there, there was a, a science experiment done. All right, so I found it. This is a New York Times bestseller. Seller. I can't talk today. Bestseller. The Hidden Messages in Water. And this is by Masaru Emoto. And I believe he's a doctor. I thought he was. Uh, yes, he's a doctor. Dr. Masaru Emoto. I want to properly address people. And so if you're not familiar with this book, this is a doctor who did experiments with water. All right. So what he did was like he would freeze some water and just different tests. And he would do three things. He would tell one bottle of water, I love you, you're great, and stuff like that. Another one, I hate you, blah, blah, blah. And the third one, completely ignored. The third bottle of water that he completely ignored was worse off than the one that got the, I hate you, blah, blah, blah. Why? Because ignoring something is even worse than responding, even if it's a negative response. So what I'm saying to you is, when someone brings drama your way, the best thing you could do is ignore it. Now, it might come across as like, man, but isn't that worse? Here's the thing. With people, in certain situations with drama, now I'm not talking about injustice, I'm talking about drama. At, again, a base level, people do the little passive aggressive things when you ignore it and go on with your life, those people tend to fade away, okay? Now, again, I'm not talking about next level where they're in your face. If they're in your face, then you probably would have to fight them, okay? You have to defend yourself, okay? There's no room for uh, meditation there, <laughs> okay? But Again, because things like this start at the base level. And sometimes we had to hit the reset button. So someone does something to you, you feel a little slighted. Ask yourself, is this something that I can brush off? Is this something that is not worth my time? Because if it isn't worth your time, and if it is something that you can say, you know what, it's not worth it, that's the route you want to take. You know how much energy is required to get that anger riled up in you and then release that 
Now with the water, ignoring was the worst thing that you can do. But when it comes to a base, like just a basic situation, that's the best thing you can do because that person will be so annoyed and just beside themselves that they don't have anything else they can do, right? You took the higher role. So in this case, they're the water because they're the one that got the bad end of the stick, not you. Now, if that drama really does come to your doorstep where you can't brush it off, then yes. This is the time when you have to address that person and you have to address that person as best you can. But like I said, you had to be okay with not putting up with the drama, which goes back to the first point. Say what's on your mind when you have to, okay? Like when I took um, um, self-defense class, the first thing the instructor told us was to have space. All right, so if you feel like you're being threatened by someone, the first thing you want to do is have space in between you and that person. Back up. You ignoring that minimum passive aggressive, that minimum, you know, doing little things, that's the space. If you can do that, okay, that's the space. That when that point where the gloves come off, that's the last resort, right? That's the final one. We wanted to not get to that point that we can help it, all right? So that's the second one. You don't have to put with the drama and you need to be okay with that. You need to be okay with that. You also need to be okay with the fact that someone may have an issue with you. That's the way it is. I have seen people do good things and someone still finds an issue with that so if that's the case then you have to be okay with living you your life unfiltered okay and next is taking up space without apologizing so this this has to do with not just laying down your coffee cup and you know, spreading out your papers. This has to do with posture, sitting up straight, okay? This has to do with even getting your hands out your pockets. Being expressive. Raise your voice, lower your voice. You know, have it fluctuate. Being animated, okay? Walking with purpose, okay? This is about you being seen. This is about you being heard. When you walk with purpose, people going people will hear that thump, thump, thump. Or you know, clickety clack, clickety clack, whatever noise you're gonna make depending on the shoe that you're wearing. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Having a voice that's not monotone, okay? Like, don't go out there and sound like the teacher from Ferris, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, going like, Bueller, Bueller, okay? <laughs> Have a voice that people want to hear, that they stop to hear you talk, all right? You can, you can 
speak at a tone that is, you know, your indoor voice, but it has that backing behind it, whether you are just an eloquent speaker or when, when you take your time to talk is meaningful, people know that you're not going to ramble on. Okay, whatever that is, but I need you to start taking up space and not apologizing for it. Don't apologize that you walk hard. Don't apologize that, uh, I don't know, that you use your hands when you talk and you accidentally hit someone. Whatever. Don't worry about that. I just need you in order to live out loud this unfiltered life. Just not apologize for your little quirks. Okay, that falls in line with you taking up space. All right. So you may be a really tall individual and you might feel a little self-conscious about that, but no, just own that. Just, you know, hey, okay, show up, be you. All right. Letting go of phony people before they let you go. Now, this has to do with not putting up with the drama and being okay with that. So how do you know phony people? Well, the thing is, you won't know. Uh, unless, sometimes you won't know unless something happens. Other times, you know, you had to put up with them because they're they are a family member. Okay, but you have to be okay with the fact that you may not have a deep relationship with them. It may be a surface relationship your your uh your 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 in-law like your your sister-in-law you may not have a deep friendship with her even though she's married to your brother and your brother is your best friend but when she comes around the dynamics change okay you have to be okay with that and let it go i know this sounds a little bit counterintuitive like wait a minute tia why shall I let that go? What if she's being crazy and unreasonable? You cannot change some people. You can change how you react. You can change where you show up. You can change how you are placing yourself wherever you are when that person or people are in the room, whether it's your emotions, the tone of your voice, your stance, all that matters. Remember, people pick up on the feelings and the nonverbals way before you speak, okay? So check yourself that way and know who you are talking to, okay? So yeah, your sister-in-law who's a jerk, you know she's a jerk. Don't expect much from her. Expect much from your brother, okay? Know the people in your life and know what to expect from them. And you'll be less disappointed, you'll be less worked up, and you can let go of these people, okay? Maybe she was meant to come in your life so that way you can see red flags faster. So when you go to date the guy, you can look at him and go, you know what, John, I don't think this is going to work out. You're not going to put up with the red flags, okay? Next is owning your spiritual gifts and trusting yourself. Like I said before, when I talked about the um, the Oracle card reading for 2020 that you can get, getting that spiritual insight is 
key. It's a great thing to receive. It's, it's like a friend who visit you and she notices that you've been slacking. And so she gave you some insight. She'll tell you, hey, did you do X, Y, Z? I haven't seen you hit the gym lately. Are you okay? You know, that giving you that insight. When you start to own your spiritual gift, gifts, just trusting your intuition, getting better at deciphering the messages from spirit, you begin to trust yourself more and you will save yourself a whirlwind of headaches by doing so. So this is how you get to live the unfiltered life because you're trusting yourself so much that you are retaining your own power. So no one's coming in here telling you how to think, how to feel, what to do, what to wear, what to say. You can nip that in the bud and think, you know what? Not just think, but even say, that's not for me. <laughs> okay? It's not for me. It's not my lifestyle. It may work for you and other people, but it does not work for me. I'm okay. But trusting yourself is key because if you don't trust yourself, there are people out there who know that you don't trust yourself and they will play on that. And that's the last thing you want because people who play on your lack of self-trust are those people who want to manipulate you. They do not have your best interests in mind. Now, remember, I said those are people who want to play on that. Now, you can also come across people who want to help you, right? But you will know that the more you do self-work, okay? Because we all have our, our things that we second-guess or reevaluate and think, mm, should I really do that? You might think, you know what? I just had a moment. Of course, I should be doing that. We all have our moments, okay? So owning your spiritual gifts, okay? And I have many episodes dedicated to helping you understand your spiritual gifts. So just scroll through, pick an episode. But this is the time for you to really understand what your spiritual gifts are. Maybe you have vivid dreams, okay? And you have premonition dreams. Maybe you get feelings. Maybe you just know things, okay? Maybe you're an empath, okay? A lot, of, a lot of spiritual gifts out there that can help you understand yourself better, people around you, and situations, okay? So practice that. And don't pressure yourself in the process. Just... Just practice day in and day out. Just work on it. All right, let's shift gears a little bit because I want to do something interactive. Well, I want you to do something that's interactive on a more personal level. And uh, two things. One is to, I want you to write yourself a love letter. I want you to write down everything and anything that you love about yourself. Okay. Don't overthink it. Just write, oh, Mary, I love that you see the world through uh, a paintbrush and you just want to just color in the world and make it high definition and you just want to, you know, plant trees where trees don't exist and place butterflies and things. Like you just want to paint the world, Okay. Writing a love letter to yourself 
is going to help you to be out there, okay? It's going to help you to live an unfiltered life because this is you at your your core essence. This is you saying, I love me because I'm being me. I see me. I know me. I feel me. You're not overthinking this. If I were to start off writing this, I would write something like, Tia, I love that you still dance in the rain. Today, I did it. I was doing a little two-step, little, you know, swaying side to side. It was raining. I didn't care. I had my hat on. It was a little cold <laughs> or cool outside, but it was a nice song that was on. I was enjoying the song, and it was a happy moment. I mean, yes, it was dark outside. It was cold, cool when the wind blew, whatever, but I was still happy. And I love that I can be happy at the most random times. Okay? So write yourself a love letter. And if you want, you can even mail it to yourself. You're sending love out there knowing that it's coming right back. How cool is that? And next, I want you to write down all the things that you love to do and commit to doing them on a regular basis. For example, bi-weekly, I get... Um, my nails done and once a month I get a pedicure because that's really when the nail polish starts to chip off and stuff like that and then about every couple of months I get my eyebrows waxed because they just they just last long so I just have so many self-maintenance routines that I love to do and it's fun because I pick out cool nail art that I see on Instagram and I ask my nail technician if she can do it. It's really fun. So write down all the things that you love to do. I don't care if it's something as simple as I like going to the dog park and looking at the dogs, or I just love walking dogs, or I love getting ice cream from a local store. I, I like, or I love talking to um, old man Bob who lives up the street because he has great stories about how he came to America, you know, blah, 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 whatever the, the case may be. But do that and make commitments to that because you are resetting your world in a lot of ways when you do that. You are creating a world that is catered to you. And no, it's not selfish. What you're doing is you are creating a world that will allow you to be you. And that doesn't mean that you won't see things going on in the world as a whole, of course you will. But on a day-to-day -day basis at the most local basic level, okay? So if this was um, say like in a state term, you know, you have your, your local government, state, your federal, you know, you keep going up like that. At the most basic level, day to day, those moments where you're sitting on your couch, you're lying in bed, you're in the shower, you know, things like that. This is where you're, you are creating your world. And when you do that, that's when you can be out and unfiltered. Okay. You get to live the life that you want to live because you're creating that world. So you can live that life that you want to live. Okay, so I talked enough. <laughs> All right. Um, as always, I'm sending you 
many blessings. I am rooting for you. Please be kind to yourself. And I will talk to you next week. Next week's episode is uh, is how to use crystals to be a manifesting goddess. Whoa, <laughs> that's deep and it's going to be fun. All right, sending you lots of love. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. As always, Spiritual Trailblazer, thank you for tuning in. Do make sure to stop by and visit me at tiamariejohnson.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Last but not least, be kind to yourself. I'm rooting for you, and I'm sending you so many blessings. Until next time.